Welcome back to Would You Gaming, the podcast where we try to keep you up to date with all the latest in gaming news, and we're also trying to cover other interesting topics along the way as well. In this one, we're going to be covering Sony's most recent Sony PlayStation Showcase, where there was a lot of reveals going on. We might not have necessarily gotten a solid date for a lot of these titles, but we got previews of what is coming for the future of the PlayStation brand and for the PlayStation 5 overall. Now, if you're new here, make sure you, if you haven't already, you like, subscribe, follow us. We're always looking to grow our brand and reach a wider audience, so let your friends know about us. We always want to see if we can reach more people and improve the podcast in any way possible. If you have any ideas how we might be able to do that, either content we can cover or just general advice, you can always shoot us an email, woodyougaming at gmail.com. That is the easiest way to reach us at this time. Anyway, let's jump right into it. There is a lot to cover, and I would have liked to say that this is a big W for Sony coming out the gate. I think it was over six months ago, Microsoft gave us the acquisition of ZeniMax, the parent company of Bethesda, ensuring that most of those titles would at least be a timed exclusive for the Xbox consoles going future going forward. They will, of course, land on the PC. That's taken a lot away from the Sony fan base. I'm a big fan of the Bethesda games myself, so it left me scratching my head wondering, am I going to have to buy an Xbox for that? And this is kind of Sony's answer to that. It's a resounding answer of what's coming forward, those exclusives that we're going to be getting on the PlayStation line of consoles that make it stand head and shoulders above Microsoft. To start out with, we got to see some of Jim Ryan. Of course, he came out and gave us a few words, let us know that there's a lot of exciting news coming for the PlayStation brand in the future, and to stick around, and there would be titles that we enjoy right now. Like I said, of course, there's not a whole lot of exclusives on the PS5, but that is soon going to change. First and foremost, we got a teaser trailer for Knights of the Old Republic. I'm a big fan of the old KOTOR games from BioWare. They were originally on Xbox, so now this property is in the hands of Aspire, and of course will be at least a time exclusive on the Sony PlayStation 5, and it'll go to the to the PC. I'm not sure about the Microsoft ecosystem. If it's eventually going to make it over there or not, I can't see it not eventually making those rounds, but this is a big title from way back. It was just a teaser trailer. I feel like this is a long ways off. We're looking at years down the road because there was no gameplay shown it was just a character's dark revan was standing out there and you could see the mask and it anybody who played the game would know hey you know this is the this is the the antagonist from those titles so this is coming out sometime in the future like i said to the playstation first and i'm i'm looking forward to this i feel like it's years down the road um i guess i could put this as a part of my five-year plan to play this game notice i did not say beat because i'm not beating any games nowadays it seems i'm trying to go back and do that personally with the backlog but it just continues to grow with all these great games that just continue to be released on a daily basis it seems after this we were shown eve shift up i don't know if the shift up is like a subtitle of the name or like a slogan for the character but there were some interesting monsters and everything that this character had to beat. It reminded me a lot of the Platinum Games gameplay, something like Nier or Bayonetta. And one of the monsters in particular, they reminded me of Hellraiser. Because one of them had like a circular head with spikes on the outward side of it. And it spun around. So I was like, well, this reminds me a little bit of the 80s movie Hellraiser there. It looks interesting nonetheless. The gameplay is fast and fluid. It's going to be an interesting time for anybody who's a fan of the action-adventure genre. We just have to wait 
sometime on this. We weren't given a clean date on when this is going to release. To be honest with you, when I first saw this, I really thought that we were getting the showing of the latest Final Fantasy VII, the Part Two. But it, of course, was not that. It's good to see new IPs, and they spent a good bit of time on this, probably because it's not an established IP like so many of the others that we saw here. After this, we saw lots of guns and magic as we saw more of Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Tiny Tina, if you do not know, is a character from Borderlands 2. She was, she had her own DLC in Borderlands 2. It was Dungeons and Dragons based. And it was very interesting. And this looks like more of the same of that. This is coming March 25th of 2022. If you're a fan of Borderlands, you know you're all for this. Borderlands, the formula hasn't exactly changed over the years. Kill, loot, rinse, repeat. And if you're a fan of that, you know you are. So you're going to be in for that. I've not played Borderlands 3 personally, but I do have fun with the title if you have people to play with. It's a lot of fun, so maybe I'll visit this in the future, especially with this comic backdrop and the stories that are going to be told by Tiny Tina that are going to keep us rolling on the floor, if nothing else. Next up, we were able to see Rainbow Six Extraction, and this looked more like Left 4 Dead to me than any Rainbow Six game that I have ever seen. There were different zombies that you're facing off against. Of course, you have the squad-based combat, everybody having a specific role. We were shown where they scanned the wall and saw the monsters on the other side, set up a turret, and then one of the teammates knocked a hole in that with a giant sledgehammer. This will be interesting to see how they implement all that. It reminds me a lot of The Division and The Division 2. The Division in particular, I have never played the second one. I own it, but never played it. The first one you were in, I think it was New York. They might have called it a different city name. But the thing was that there was a virus and there was uh, areas that were infected. It's called the Dark Zone. This reminds me a lot of that, but instead of a virus infecting, we have actually have like aliens or zombies, and there are much more varieties than just the general zombies you'd see in like a Call of Duty game. I know there are special zombies there as well, but this is more like Left 4 Dead. There was one with a giant glowing red bulb on its back. It leads me to believe that that bulb is going to be used. It's either going to explode on you or puke on you or something like that, and what will happen is either more as will come in at you to attack you or you will be immobilized if not both it'll probably be a little bit of both there so it'll be interesting to see how this title shakes up there was another one that glowed electricity it kind of looked like a when it was done doing what it did it looked like a titan slam in destiny the pool left over so maybe that's there and if you're in your um your teammates or yourself go into that you take damage but it's interesting to see the different types they have here and this will be coming out in a while but we weren't given a particular release date on this. Like I said, a lot of these games, no release date was given with. We were just told, hey, these games are coming. Check them out. You'll you'll enjoy these. These are games that are coming for the future of the PlayStation console. Not necessarily a given set in stone date, but something to keep you excited as a consumer. To let you know there are more exclusive games. There are games coming to the console just to show you what the future will hold. Next up, Alan Wake Remastered is going to come to the PlayStation consoles. It's going to be a hard note for me as it looks semi-terrifying, though on second on second look at it, I noticed that you could hit the uh, enemies with your flashlight, stun them, and shotgun them. So you do have a way of fighting out, fighting back against those enemies. It's not as bad as something like Outlast, so maybe I'll check this out. I'm not the biggest fan of horror games in general, but this is a classic that has been around for years. It has never been on the Sony console. That's coming on October 5th. No better time than that with Halloween quickly approaching. 
Next up, we just a quick fire of come some of the other titles that we've seen a lot of or have been released before. On March 2022, GTA 5 is going to launch on the PS5, complete with Grand Theft Auto Online, so you can get those microtransactions in. Spend 30 minutes building you a car, jet, or whatever, and then right around the corner, turn around the corner and just watch it get blown up immediately by somebody with a rocket launcher. Ghostwire Tokyo looks phenomenal. I've not had my eye on this title before, but... Maybe it's time to start looking into it a little bit more. Not like it really matters though. It's on the PS5 and I don't have one. Haven't seen one in store and any luck on finding one online has been quickly thwarted by the scalpers with the bots. But who knows, Most maybe someday in the future. Guardians of the Galaxy comes October 26th. We saw a lot of this during the Nintendo Treehouse a while back when they showed the cloud version of it. Looks like the same presentation that we actually had here. It doesn't look like a terrible game. We'll just have to see how it shakes up and how those review scores actually look. Next up, Blood Hunt looks like a 3D shooter slash hack and slash vampire brawler. It looks kind of interesting. It's a newer IP. I'd be interested to see how that is. It most likely will have some online capabilities. You're likely going to be hunting down your fellow vampires. Deathloop was shown again, and I was watching a little bit of that earlier this morning. Somebody's gameplay of that, and that game looks Great. Only problem, like I said, I don't have a PS5. Maybe one day. Next up, we had... This one got me a little bit. Sony was announcing a game update for the Uncharted trilogy. Not, that's not even a trilogy. There are four titles. Going all the way from uh, Drake's Fortune all the way up to A Thief's End, the fourth game in the title. and announced that we're getting a PS5 remake of those. And it's also going to be coming to PC. This was a little bit newer to me. I don't recall in the past ever seeing them announce a PC title uh, launching. But I could be wrong... I may, you know, and thinking back on it, it could be something where with Horizon Zero Dawn they actually did this, and I just overlooked it in the past. Next up, we looked at a new title that Insomniac Games is going to get their hands on a new IP, I should say. Still going to be in the superhero formula of things, but this time instead of Spider-Man, they're going to be handling Wolverine. We'll have to wait and see how they do with this IP. I have to imagine they're going to do a good job though. Just the level of detail that was put into the Spider-Man game and the Miles Morales game just gives me hope that this is going to be a phenomenal title. You've got to think that over at uh, Marvel, they looked at this and said, well, you know, they've done a phenomenal job with the Spider-Man IP and it's sold millions of copies. Let's let's give them Wolverine because it's just like printing money at this. Gran Turismo 7 was shown. No date was shown with this either. It looks like a phenomenal game. I've never been a huge fan of these games, but the level of detail and the realism in these games is just becoming surreal with the the hardware that we have at our disposal. And finally, we have two announcements that really got me. These were the two that I was the most excited about. They're a tie for the first, for my first most excited on this. KOTOR's takes the cake for the second one, even though it's just a teaser trailer. The first one was Spider-Man 2. And it showed Spider-Man and Miles Morales fighting several enemies. And there was likely the antagonist talking in the background saying they've been searching forever for a challenge. And asking, will one of you finally be the one to give me that? And the camera pans to a dark alley and it just zooms in. And then we hear that familiar voice, yes we will. And of course we see Venom's face. So being able to play as Venom is something that excites me. This is coming in 2022. We do have a full year of change before we're going to get our hands on this title at the least. 
but the prospect of being able to play as Venom is super exciting because we know that's going to be a different gameplay element than the normal zip around that we would have from Miles or Peter as Spider-Man. Because they're going to zip around. Venom's more hulking. Of course he swings around. But the combat for Venom is going to be brutal to say the least. I look forward to seeing how that plays. And hopefully getting my hands on Venom as a playable character sometime in 2022. Finally, the big money item. We got a cinematic and gameplay trailer from God of War Ragnarok. I know this is a title that many Sony fans have been waiting for. This is the title, The Pinnacle. The first game was phenomenal on the PlayStation 4. I don't remember if they said this is going to be a PS5 exclusive or not. Either way, I can't wait to get my hands on this. We saw more of the gameplay, the story elements here. Of course, Ragnarok is quickly approaching. Atreus wants to get out there and try to prevent it. And and Kratos, of course, wants to stay out of all that and avoid any war that might be coming with the gods. They eventually set out in there in search of the god of war, of the Asgardian god of war. And we do see at the end there that that, uh, that Thor is reaching for his hammer against Kratos. So I, I speculate that we'll get our hands on this as a playable, as one of the weapons we can use, similar to how we got the Blades of Chaos and uh, the first God of War. So we we do see the Blades of Chaos and the the hammer that we use or the axe we used in the first God of War is used. This is likely going to be our third weapon. I did not see any of Atreus's help in the combat. He looks a bit more grown now. Maybe he'll have his own own uh, segments. Or maybe it'll be another way that he actually helps out in the combat. We'll have to wait and see about that. This is, like I said, I've, I've been waiting for this title since the first one ended. The first one was phenomenal. Hands down, one of the best PlayStation 4 games I've played on the console. Oh, What, what was your favorite announcement of this uh, showcase? Was there something that really stood out to you that you know, you got to have, you got to pick up day one or anything like that. Just let us know if you haven't. Give us a follow already. And also check out our friends, the official v- underscore VGK or the Video Game Nights. They host a podcast um, out of the UK. They are usually covering Microsoft stuff. Most recently, they've been talking a lot about the Psychonauts game. Maybe we'll get something on that in the future for them. They may have released one already, but check them out as well. If not, but thank you again. Let us know what we can do to improve it, and peace.